Hi, welcome to the Your Adrenal Fix podcast, where we help exhausted and burnt out adults learn the truth about adrenal fatigue so that they can get their health back quickly. My name is Dr. Joel Rosen, and I've suffered with my own adrenal fatigue problem, and now I've made it my mission to tell the truth about adrenal fatigue so that we can get to the root cause of your problem and really teach you how to put the puzzle pieces together so that you could tap into your hidden energy reserves and have all day energy. So this podcast is for anyone who's struggling for years or feeling overwhelmed and burnt out or you're just feeling stuck you're going to get cutting edge information from all our different guests in different respected health fields to give you those important tidbits of information so that you can actually act on them and improve your health join us for our podcast i know you will enjoy it All right, hello everyone, and welcome back to another edition about the truth about your health, where we teach exhausted and burnt out adults the truth about their health so that they can get their energy back quickly. And we're joined with a friend and fellow presenter, Catherine Arnston, who is the algae wellness expert and founder CEO of Energy Bits. She is a in the wellness, nutrition, beauty, biohacking, mitochondria, and longevity industry. She's nationally recognized as a thought leader, seasoned corporate executive, experienced entrepreneur, and most importantly, sought out after speaker. She's got her MBA, BA, and is a board certified health coach. Catherine, I can go on and on, but we want to get to the interview today. That's right. So yeah, I'm, thank I'm you the, so much you know, for joining us. Algae is the star of the show. I'm just the I'm just the the voice for for algae. But uh, thank you, Dr. Joel, for having me here. And it's great because I keep seeing you at conferences. We're going to all the same places, which is exciting yeah, <laughs> and a yeah. confirmation that we're on the right path, so we can help others. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's nice to share our unique area of background so that we fill in the shades of gray with the things that we're learning. And it's all tides lift all boats, if you go. Yes. I guess the goes and and so i always like to start off catherine with with your own personal story and how you got into from it being an executive into being uh the lg spokeswoman and (laughs) and and health coach so tell us about your own personal journey yeah well it was it's quite a transition although i'm finding that uh just about everybody in the in the wellness industry has a really great story about how how they got there and mine's no different Uh, uh, as you mentioned um uh, I do have an MBA. I'm actually Canadian, uh, although I've, I've lived in the United States for 33 years. I live in Boston right now and have been here uh, for that, that length of time. But I mentioned the Canada because um, uh, I, I had a corporate career, was doing well enough. And my younger sister, who I'm very close to in Canada, 13 years ago, developed breast cancer. Now, I wanted to assure everyone, first of all, that she's fine and cancer free. But when she was preparing for her chemo, her oncologist Uh, who happened to be a woman, uh, recommended she change her diet to an alkaline diet because she said it would help with her healing. Now, they didn't tell her what it was or why it was good for her. So the first call she made was to me, her big sister who loves her. I knew nothing about nutrition. But I'm a really good researcher and I'm very motivated to make things, you know, right in the world. So I said, I don't know what this stuff is, but I will find out. It turned out to be mostly a plant-based diet because of the phytonutrients and the chlorophyll that builds your immune system. So I did a lot of research. She she followed my advice. She got rid of certain foods, uh, acidic foods, or, you know, like dairy and processed foods and sugar for sure. And, and uh, she went through her chemo and she did heal. Now, in the process of helping her learn what to eat and what not to eat, um, I did a pretty deep dive 
for the first time of my life in PubMed and NIH articles. And I read about a hundred of them and I read about 10 books and they were all talking about plant-based nutrition and nobody was talking about it in the mainstream 13 years ago. So I thought, well, you know, I don't have any credentials, but I've seen the, the writing on the wall. I think people need to know about this. So I gave up my corporate career of 25 years went back to school, studied uh, nutrition at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. It was just a one-year health coaching certificate, but it gave me some um, background. And then I taught plant-based nutrition for a year at um, corporations and hospitals. Basically, anybody would let me in. And this is where my true epiphany happened that led me to algae. Because as I was teaching people the importance of eating more vegetables, they laughed at me and they said, well, you're, you're not telling me anything new. My mother's been trying to get me to eat vegetables since I was a kid but it's too much work. They're heavy to carry home from the grocery store. They take a long time to clean, to cook, to eat. There's endless arguments at the dinner table with kids, husbands. So I thought, okay, if everyone knows the importance of the plants and the, veg the nutrients in the plants, but it's too much work for them to cook them and eat them, I need to find something that's fast and easy that gives them the nutrition that they need. So back to the drawing board, I went and I looked at everything that I had found for my sister and took months before I circled back to algae. And that's when the miracle happened, because first of all, algae is the most alkaline food in the world. We can talk a little bit if you want about the importance of uh, cellular um, pH and how it has to skew slightly to alkalinity or you attract cancer, um, which is why my sister's uh, oncologist had recommended an alkaline diet. Algae is also the most nutrient-dense food in the world. And that's not my opinion. We have a quote from NASA that says, one gram of algae has a the nutrition equal to a thousand grams of fruits or vegetables, one to a thousand. And we're going to talk about the, uh, how that kind of concentration can exist because microalgae is microscopic in size, something like a million cells would fit on the head of a pin. So you can start to see when you gather them together in these little tablets that we have, that we, that we um, make available, um, why it's so concentrated. So alkaline concentrated nutrition, it's got the highest protein in the world. The United Nations has endorsed it since 1974, which is almost 50 years as the answer to world hunger because spirulina algae has three times the amount of protein as steak and it's a complete protein as 18 of the 20 aminos. Also algae is the most studied food in the world. Two important points there. First of all, it's food. It is not a supplement. It is grown in um, fresh water. I'm showing Joel some pictures of um, a couple of algae farms. This is the spirulina farm and this one's a chlorella farm, which are the two algae we're gonna be talking about today. Um, you can't show me a supplement farm because they don't exist. And the reason I mention that is because most supplements are made from extracts and they're uh, made in factories using high heat. And the extracts don't exist in nature that way. And high heat kills uh, nutrients or scrambles them. So your body basically can't recognize them and can't absorb them. Whereas when you eat food like algae, especially, especially algae, which is the most nutrient dense food in the world, your body recognizes it, as it it's bioavailable and it gets to work. So that's number one. Number Number two, the fact there's 100,000, this is a big number. We're not talking 550, 500, or even 5,000. 100,000 means what I'm telling you today has been validated on, and it's on rock solid science foundation. This is, this is um, science-based knowledge. The problem is in America, none of the scientists like to talk to other scientists. So none of this science has made its way out to you, to practitioners.
in Asia, but not the next point, that algae has been used safely on a daily basis in Asia for over 50 years. The Japanese don't leave their house without chlorella algae, which is one of the algaes we're going to talk about today. It is a multi-billion, that's with a B, billion dollar agricultural crop. So it's almost as big as the beef industry is here. And yet nobody in North America knows what it is truly or why it works. I mean, you've probably heard of spirulina. Maybe some of you put it in your smoothies, but you're not really sure why <laughs> or you know it's good for you but you're not sure why and you're not sure exactly what it does and i am going to be here to tell you what exactly it does and why exactly you need to have it certainly at this time in our juncture in our society where our food is so damaged and there's no nutrients and we're covered with talk loaded with toxins so when i found out that it was endorsed by international agencies studied uh, and documented by scientists used safely in other countries for 50 60 years where it's a huge industry and the only problem with algae, two problems, one, nobody outside of Asia seemed to know what it was or why it worked. And two, the quality mostly was pretty poor. It came mostly from China. So, uh, and the best part, which I forgot even to mention, is that when it comes in tiny little tablets. I'm showing Joel these um, little containers that have some of our tablets in them. Spirulina, which is a blue-green algae, and chlorella, which is a green algae. These tablets are about the size of a baby aspirin. And each tablet, has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. One tablet the size of a baby aspirin has the same nutrition as a heaping plate of vegetables that, drum roll, you didn't have to carry home from the grocery store, clean, cook, or eat. Because if you swallow five or 10 of these, or even two or three if you want, you are getting all the nutrition, the plant-based nutrition that you and your family need to be healthy. And it's effortless. If you can drink water, we have found the answer. This is the ultimate fast food, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't get any faster and it doesn't get any purer. Um, and and uh, I'll tell you a little bit about why our algae is considered the best because, you know, it is pure. We do third party lab tests and we only sell through doctors like Joel, Dr. Joel and functional medicine and, and chiropractors. We don't sell through retail. So it's if you're looking for an answer to give you the nutrition that you need in a way that's fast and pure and safe, safe enough for newborns, this is it. Um, spirulina for nourishment and chlorella um, for um, building your immune system and pulling out toxins. And we'll go into greater detail. So I am just so thrilled to share that uh, these these two algae with you and your community because other places around the world like Asia have been benefiting from them for 50 years and it's your turn. It's your turn to benefit from them too. <laughs> right, well, at least the proof is in the pudding. You can't say that the CEO of the energy bits doesn't have energy with that <laughs> answer there. So that's, that's awesome. As far as I wanna rewind back though, I, I do wanna go into what was it, Catherine, that I'm always amazed that, you, you know, you, you felt charged to help your sister when the doctor told you, hey, go into an alkaline diet, but didn't really give you the insight to it. But do, feeling charged and leaving a career of 25 years <laughs> is a lot of different things. So what was it that made you do that? Yeah, well, um, I've always been, um, uh, I always need to know why. I, I've been like this 
all my life. I, and I, I love to read and I love to solve problems and I love to help people. Just to show you how much I used to read, when we used to go on you know, summer vacation, my mother would buy me like about a dozen books and she would have to hide them from me, but I would find them and read them. And then she'd have to go buy me another dozen because that was, you know, I just love reading. So it's ironic that I'm, I've turned into a bit of a scientist, even though I have no science background, because I love to read these complex documents and be able to explain them to people. But what really motivated me is like, I, I'm, I'm not someone who just wants information. I want to I want to put that information to good use. And the best analogy I can come up with is, you know, well, there's two. One is if you owned a, a major piece of art, a Picasso or a Van Gogh, would you just have it in your home? Or would you feel motivated to donate it to a, a you know, an art gallery, a, a public art gallery where the world could in, enjoy it as well. And I'm the second person. So as I learned the important value and, and health benefits of plant-based nutrition, I felt that I was I had discovered something that was really powerful and it was my obligation to share it. Uh, it's sort of like if you see someone drowning in a pool, do you jump in or not? And um, I tried to tell the universe, pick somebody else. You know, I don't have a background in science. I mean, it took me so long to get started because I had to cross-reference, you know, 20 times every time there was some sort of biochemical or nutritional term because I didn't have the background, but I don't know, this is my path. I, and I tell people I've never been so happy. I've never had so little money, but I am so what gets me up in the morning gets me so charged. I mean, I have been teaching people about this now for 12 years and I am, if not as, as excited about it, I am more excited about it now because now I, I'm confident about my knowledge. I'm confident about my science and I write so many papers. So I just felt that I had been picked, algae picked me uh, because it's been around for 4 billion years. It's the first life on earth. And I, I felt I had a spiritual path, a, a spiritual obligation. Somewhere I made a promise I was going to get algae to the world. <laughs> and that's what's kept me going. And so here I am <laughs> still doing right. it. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, I, I think also, too, the when you say the stars and the moon collide, the fact that and you and I have talked about this, uh, you know, at the conferences where traditional medicine, it's great that a really smart oncologist that can really make a difference with your, your cancer diagnosis is telling you a blanket statement of do something, but doesn't really have the, the power behind it in terms of take the, you know, make a, a pH diet, but not really giving you the insight. And then on top of that, having a whole culture uh, in Asia that have embraced it yet, there is a whole culture in, in, in the West that hasn't what did those factor into it too Catherine in terms of why like why why is it not accepted here and why is it accepted there and well did you see I, um, that opportunity as well uh, well you know we can talk forever about the lack of nutritional um, knowledge of the traditional medical community and that's that's a that's a whole nother story and, and I don't want to go down that path because that has negativity I'm a positive Activity person. But the main reason why I think, uh, well, there's a couple of main reasons why people in America don't know about a, uh, about algae is that it's just not grown here. In, um, and it started, the whole algae industry started in Japan back in the 
fifties and sixties. They initiate it. They had to figure out how to grow it for mass consumption. It was discovered in the late 1800s to have the highest protein, but it wasn't until the Japanese and there's a longer story about why they are the ones that did it. But nonetheless, that's where the industry started and that's where it evolved. And after, you know, 10 years of them experimenting with, it was chlorella, uh, then Korea, Taiwan, China, India, uh, all the Asian countries started growing it. And so when you're in Japan, for example, you maybe when you ride your bicycle to school, you'll go buy multiple algae farms. When you're riding the train to work, you'll drive, you'll be going by a bunch of algae farms. It's just part of their day-to-day -day existence. They put it in all of their foods. Like we put chia seed and and uh, um, other other things in all of our foods, but they put algae because they, you know, it's a main crop there. So, so we just didn't grow up with it. We grew up with weed and corn. And I live in Boston where Dunkin' Donuts is based. And so we we're quite normal, you know, see Dunkin' Donuts trucks going by, but we we never see an algae truck go by. We never drive by an algae farm. So it's complete lack of awareness is number one. So, and my goal is to grow it here and turn it into a major industry. It's already happening in other countries, but we're very uh, slow on the draw. But one good thing is in 19, 2019, so about three years ago, the U.S. government uh, um, uh, um, released the first Algae Agricultural Act as part of the uh, Farm Bill to encourage farmers to grow algae here because even they have realized it's the most nutrient-dense food in the world, is most sustainable, eco-friendly, and none of it's grown here. So, so that's number one. We Nobody here has grown up with it, but I point out to people, algae isn't new, it's just new to you. And it's no different than, you know, a few years ago, you didn't know about chia seed, you didn't know about kiwa, you didn't know about matcha, you didn't know about uh, CBD or even collagen powder. Uh, but these were all things um, and food types, mushrooms that have been used for centuries in other countries, but it took somebody to educate Americans about what it is and you know how to make a choice and to start how to incorporate it into their lifestyle. So that's one of the things that we're doing. And the second thing is algae, as I said, is a type of vegetable. So it's not a drug, it's not a pill. So there's no patents that you can get on it. So the biotech companies weren't interested in pursuing it. I'm sure they're aware of it. And food companies, if anybody's had any experience with the food industry, you know that they never launch anything new. They wait for a little entrepreneur to discover a, something that is helpful. And, you know, we, you know, we pour our, our, us entrepreneurs, we pour our heart and soul into building something and educating people. And then, and then once the, it's been proven as a, that the consumers want it and need it, then the, the food companies generally acquire them, <laughs> but they right. never launch um a new a new category this is a considered a new category so uh, that's why it's just not around the main one being it just isn't grown here so people you know you don't know what you don't know right <laughs> right right no it makes sense i remember just the only thing i would think of as as an algae as a kid in the in before i knew what i know was in a pool where if it wasn't properly clean there'd be algae growing on on the side of the pool or something like that yeah, yeah. right well, that's probably a good segue to tell people what algae is. And, and, be, and before I do that, I do want to let you know that algae only shows up when there are bacteria. 
So, um, so whether it's an algae uh, bloom in your beach, closing the beach or in your swimming pool, um, it, it's because there's toxins there. It, it, on the beach, maybe there's runoff from a chemical plant or some people peeing in the water or something, but algae is the cleanup crew. It's just that uh, it's there after something um, negative has already entered into the water. And so the algae kill bacteria. Um, so they get the bum rap, even though they're the cleanup crew. Uh, but I will tell you, algae is used used in virtually every single water treatment plant in North America for this reason. They run all the water through algae because it kills bacteria. Um, but anyway, so, so the thing about algae is that it, it is everywhere. Um, and there's two main types of algae. Uh, one is called macroalgae and the other one is microalgae. We're gonna be talking mostly about, well, only about microalgae, but let me tell you what macroalgae is. It's also known as seaweed or dulse or kelp. Uh, this is the big stringy stuff that washes up on shore, high in fiber, high in iodine, because it's only in the ocean. That's why it's called seaweed, uh, but virtually no nutrition. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about microalgae, which is called microalgae because as I mentioned at the very beginning, it's microscopic in size, something like a million cells could fit on the head of a pin. And microalgae is everywhere. Seaweed is only in the sea. Microalgae is in the rivers, the lakes, the streams, um, the soil, your swimming pool, <laughs> your aquarium, and uh, it feeds everything. Now, um, there's thousands and tens of thousands of strains of microalgae, but the two most uh, well-known two are blue-green and green algae. And one strain of blue-green algae is spirulina, and one strain of chlorella uh, of green algae is chlorella. And those are the two that we're gonna be talking about today. And these are the two are, that are harvested as food crops in fresh water. It doesn't matter whether you're buying your chlorella or your spirulina from Target or Walmart or from us, they're all grown in fresh water, not from the ocean. So if you read about a, a toxic blue-green algae, you know, that's, that's fine. That's, you know, it's, that's another type of blue-green algae. That's not what we're talking about today. Um, this, these two crops, spirulina and chlorella, are in fresh water. And of course, the quality of the water determines the quality of the algae, among other things. And so we grow ours in triple filtered spring mountain water, um, and then we air dry it without, without high heat uh, to preserve the enzymes. And I made that decision you know, when I started the company 12 years ago. And, and, and when we get to mitochondria health, you're going to find out how important that is, because there is a very important antioxidant called superoxide dismutase, which is a mouthful, also known as SOD. Uh, that has been shown to be one of the few antioxidants that can get into your inner membrane of your mitochondria to protect your mitochondria DNA from free radical damage. And But there's virtually no food source of this superoxide dismutase except in algae and only if it hasn't been dried with high heat. And virtually every other company uses high heat to dry their algae because they're lower priced, high volume, companies and they need to get to market quickly. So they use high heat. So, so their algae does not contain any live superoxide dismutase, but getting ahead of myself there. But anyways, um, so yes, there's spirulina and chlorella are the two main algae that are harvested as vegetables. It's called hydroponic um, uh, growth. Uh, lettuce, uh, tomatoes, uh, even kale are often grown in, in water. So good, good, good overview, Catherine. As far as my inquisitive mind wants to know about 
the different qualities of water. And given that it, it's the cleanup crew, would it make the, the hormetic stress of maybe the not so great water, given that its main definition of function is to clean up, would it make it that much more robust or is it pr problem from having, like, I guess the question is how, what it, can there be adulterations when there, when we get concerned about the mineral concentration in our soils and what sprays and chemicals and fertilizers and disinfectants do uh, with our minerals in our soils? The, obviously not all, not all algae are created equal, but my mind is thinking that if its main job is to clean up, are we going to get the benefit of the cleanup in that strengthened algae because of the environment it was born in? Does um, that make sense? Um, well, I think, um, I think you may, have, I just want to clear up for you and for your listeners. When I say algae is the cleanup crew, that's in water in the sort of environment area. Not what that's, right. that's not what it does in your body. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what just what it does in water. Um, and that's why I want to be sure people understand the different, um, what the different al spirulina and chlorella, um, what the different chemical, the different nutritional components, because they're quite different and they do quite different things in your body. When I, the, the reference I was making to the water is just when it's in the environment, um, not in your body, what it does in your body is completely different. Right. But I wasn't necessarily alluding to what it does in your body. My, my question is more around how is it actually made? How is the algae born? And what is the, what is the mechanics of that? And it does, does the water that it's born out of impact the potency or the strength of when it does go into our own body? Yeah. The things that, um, so it's, it's hard, like I showed you some pictures, uh, chlorella is a more complex, I don't want to spend too much time on the agricultural process because it, it ultimately doesn't um, it's it, the more important parts of algae are regarding the nutritional value and what it does in your body. Um, the fact that chlorella is grown in a round pond and spirulina is grown in a long, narrow one is not a, a critical piece of information. The things that make the difference about the quality of the algae is a number one, as I mentioned, the water that it's grown in. This is why I urge people to stay away from anything, any algae that's grown in China, because they're not as, they're not as careful about the quality of the water and algae will absorb whatever's in the water. That's why you don't want to eat algae from your swimming pool, because there will be toxins in there. And even though there's, you can't uh, see microtoxins, they will be there. I promise you, they're not in ours because we grow ours in triple filtered spring mountain water and i found a lab that's actually in florida that tests for microtoxins and we never have them in our in our algae because our water is so clear the number two thing that you need to be aware of and this is almost impossible for people to check is that if the algae was dried with high heat 99 of it is dried with high heat because 99 of the algae that's out there is low low price high volume companies that most companies that sell algae tablets or even algae powder they usually have anywhere from you know 50 to 100 other products they just aren't watching the ball this is all i do i i am 100 percent on board with algae we sell nothing else and i spend nothing else my time is only on algae and protecting it and nurturing it and and making sure it's safe uh, for for our community and learning more and more about what it does for you so um, we are one of the few, if only companies that I'm aware of that does not use high heat to dry our algae because I decided early on, I only wanted to make a difference in the world. And that meant 
having a high quality product that meant having enzymes which were intact so it's almost impossible for you to find out whether somebody's using high heat but you can pretty much make an assumption that if it's a if you're going to walmart to buy your algae i can promise you it was used dried with high heat because it, it's the, the the financial business model just won't work any other way uh number three is how um, when they package it, lots of these algae tablets are in are in capsules, and they uh, I've got pictures where people you know companies have been grinding up rocks and and shells and just a, as filler, and there could be other garbage in those tablets or binders, and so we don't use any of those. Ours is one ingredient. Again, we do third party lab tests here. Uh, in America by an FDA approved lab to prove that there's nothing else in our algae except algae. And uh, you could, you know, there's so many things that could go into uh, tablets or capsules and they don't have to put it on the, on the, um, on the label. And so it could be causing more damage than, than, uh, than good. Uh, and the fourth thing is um, the packaging, you know, chlorella or both the algae have the highest concentration of chlorophyll in the world. We're going to talk a little bit about the importance of chlorophyll, but chlorophyll gets leached out by sunlight. And so you need to be sure that there, whatever package uh, that your, your algae is coming in is, is, you know, intact in, in you know, our bags or, or, or packages or boxes, you know, all the different varieties are 99% um uh, uh uv protected so so between and there's different strains of algae there's a lower strain of algae um that has less nutrition nutrition in it and, and less protein and we always start with the highest uh, strains of algae as i said highest quality water no heat no binders and uh really careful packaging and then we do this third-party lab tests I, I i think we're the only ones in the I'm pretty sure we're the only ones in the country that do third-party lab tests here. We get lab tests from our suppliers in Asia, but you know, I, I have to be double, triple, quadruple sure that um, what I'm giving my docs to you know prescribe literally to their patients is is safe for them, and it's safe enough for newborns. So, so um, those are the things. Um, and you know, I, I I would like to also point out, I personally in my company, Energy Bits, are the only. We are the only ones educating consumers or practitioners about what algae is and what it does and providing the science. I've read myself about 3,000 at this point, 3,000 NIH articles, um, and I try to condense them. And, and you know, everybody else is selling stuff on Amazon and selling stuff in, in um, you know, Walmart and wherever, uh, Whole Foods, but who's educating you? <laughs> Me. <laughs> It takes a lot of time to dig through those research papers and rewrite them and, and try to understand what's going on because we found that people were loving our product. We fuel it, you know, NHL teams and Olympic teams and, and marathon runners and 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 uh, and it's you know I will go through the you know why there's good value in what we sell, but sometimes they would say, well, you know. It was getting a little expensive, so we tried a cheaper version. They always come back because they don't get the same efficacy. They had to use five or ten times the amount to get the same value out of the smaller quantity because you know the enzymes were dead and the lower strain of, of algae wasn't as high quality. And I'll, I'll just do a little small segue. I got an email last week from um, one of our doctor's wives, uh, Dr. Joel, um, Joel Kahn, who's a, a heart surgeon um, and, and, and he loves our products and sells our products and his dogs love them too. They love the chlorella particularly. And so uh, his wife emailed me says you know it was getting a little pricey so we we tried a, a cheaper version from amazon and the dogs refused to eat it 
<laughs> even the dog she's i'm so glad my dogs have such uh you know great vision and they know a quality product when they see it <laughs> i thought that was pretty funny yeah yeah you know cheap is expensive and i do find that what you just went down and explained applies to almost all all things on the market and i won't say that it's apples to apples because yours is not a supplement it's a food source but yeah even more important for a food source to be properly handled so that you know what you're getting is a is effective which is a good segue to you talked about ph and tissue oxygenation and the importance of alkalinity so maybe we can start there catherine in terms of first my question would be how does the the algae increase the ph or what why is it increasing the ph or what is it doing inside our body once it's treated so properly with the painstakingly manners that you cross get get it into the people's mouths literally yeah and do you ever have trials where you you suggest that your clients take their tissue oxygenation with the ph whether it's a saliva or urine and do before and afters with your products to see if their oxygenation is actually going up. So it's sort of a two-part question. Yeah. Well, I'll answer the second one first because that's the easier one. We're so tiny. Trials are are not even possible. Uh, and and I I quite honestly, um, we're so inundated with so much pressing um, demands for answers um, that because there's so much science about algae, I don't need to recreate anything. There's already 100,000 studies documenting, and I'm sure there's different ones on pH. I don't have access to everything because it's just, a, you know, I think that's part of the problem. There's literally too much information about algae. So so we will probably never do trials uh, on that um, until we're, you know, a $100 million company and can afford to do that sort of thing. But, you know, that's not, uh, you know, I'm, I'd be thrilled if uh, when we get to that stage, because I'm planning on building a big company because there's a lot of people that need help. <laughs> um, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the pH now, although I do want to be sure that I address the differences between the two algae because they are quite different in what they do in your body and the, the way that they affect the pH is probably a little different as well. So um, I was so grateful that my sister's oncologist recommended that she change her diet to this pH um, alkaline uh, diet, and people may not even know what that means. So um, food, uh, anything that goes on in your body has an effect on your body. And there's a, a scale of uh, zero to 14, zero being acidic, acidic and 14 being alkaline. And whether it's um, cortisol, emotions, uh, acidic food like um, dairy or processed food or actually animal protein too, it uh, has an effect on through, when it's metabolized by your body, it has an effect on the pH of your cells. Now, I'm going to talk about blood pH, and I'm also going to tell, talk about cellular pH. Let me let me address cellular pH first. So um, your cells need to be just slightly alkaline, which is 7.1 pH, which is just slightly above that middle point between 0 and 14 uh, to be healthy. And the reason you need that slightly alkaline because that is indicative of oxygenation being uh, available in the cell, that the cell is uh, uh, functioning properly, that the that the um, cell membrane is is um, 
porous, which allows nutrients in and toxins out. Uh, and Otto Warburg is a German scientist back who won a Nobel Prize back in 1941. He's passed away since then, obviously, but he won a Nobel Prize for discovering that cancer can only exist in an acidic environment because cancer grows using an anaerobic process. And when you have proper oxygenation in your cell, that you, your cell metabolism, your cell, your cell respiration is aerobic. Um, and you, so your cells need to have that slightly alkaline condition to facilitate that. And when they become too acidic because of either um, too many toxins or uh, too much acidic food, which is, or too many you know, negative emotions, which change the different pH. It's an invitation for um, disease, cancer uh, to start um, taking to, you know, root, root to, to grow because it, it, it encourages bacteria, um, which makes it, the environment more, more acidic. It uh, prevents proper cellular communication because the cell, the cell membrane is no longer permeable. It increases inflammation at the cellular level. So maintaining that you know, that, that slightly alkaline state is, is very important to your health. And, and yet 99% of the food that people eat is acidic. Um, sugar is the worst, uh, anything white, anything packaged, any, you know, any dairy, uh, you can't live in a bubble, but you, and I encourage people to, you know, use the 80, 20 rule, try to be as healthy as you can 80% of the time and then go out and enjoy yourself the other 20%. But regardless of whatever you do, because algae is the most alkaline food in the world, because it has the highest concentration of chlorophyll, especially the chlorella, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, it has the this great neutralizing effect um, on your blood, which we'll get to in a second, and on your cells. So even if you are not eating well, um, it, will, it will introduce more alkalinity and bring you back to homeostasis, where, which is where you need to be if you want to be healthy. Um, so that's the sort of cellular pH. Um, now your blood needs to be even more slightly alkaline. It's, it's needs to be at 7.34. And this is really interesting because um, um, uh, when your blood becomes too acidic, you, well, if your blood became too acidic, let me put it that way, you would die instantly, but your body is so intelligent. It knows that um, it needs to neutralize any acidity or you would die. And so what it does, good old mother nature, it will pull minerals that are stored in your bones, in your cells, in your organs, um, potassium, magnesium, calcium to neutralize that acidity from the high, you know, the dairy and the meat and the um, uh, processed awesome. foods. So, but the problem is, uh, it happens instantly, um, thank goodness, or you would die. But if that happens over and over and over again, because you may not know, but the bones, your bones are where most of your minerals are stored. Think of them as a bank for your magnesium, potassium, and all the other good minerals, and they're alkaline. So when you're constantly eating acidic food, you're constantly pulling minerals out of your bones, which can, for women is, you know, easily leads to osteoporosis. And it also is a drain on your immune system because it's constantly pulling out important minerals like magnesium, which are used for like over 3000 metabol me metabolic processes is pulling them out to neutralize the blood. 
And that drains your immune system so that you aren't ready for defending. It's not able to defend you as well as it could from any invader, which is why my sister's doctor wanted her to have an alkaline diet so that that would not be happening to her. So again, algae, because it is a, especially spirulina, spirulina is, a, I'll tell you in a minute, is a um, bacteria. It does not have a cellulose wall zero. It's, it, in fact, it was the first life on earth and they've, they've documented that. So not only does it have um, a rich um, profile of phytonutrients and chlorophyll, it gets into your bloodstream almost instantly. And all the nutrients, the 40 vitamins and minerals, the high concentration of plant-based protein in this great um, enzyme called superoxidismatase gets absorbed instantly into your bloodstream to help neutralize any kind of possible acidity that may have thrown off your um, pH balance of your blood. And that there is nothing in the world that can get into your bloodstream as fast as spirulina. Um, so it's very restorative to the pH of your blood. Yeah, that's a great explanation. I, I joke around where I've told this to clients before, where think of it in this case, in terms of the algae as your metabolic sponsors or your metabolic pimp that pays your <laughs> bills and now you have all this extra overhead that you weren't able to be able to pay before and you start to see bone density increase yes. you start to see your 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 mineral status go up you start to see your energy hence energy bits right so it's quite amazing that's a good yeah. explanation of what yeah. you gave us well, i would say I, I like to call algae both of them your uh, nutrition insurance because it covers you uh, it, with 40 vitamins and minerals highest protein in the world highest chlorophyll in the world it gives you everything to give you a base level of everything that you need. I mean, you could live on this forever and not have to need to eat anything else. We don't encourage you to do that, but you could. In fact, the nutrient profile of spirulina is virtually identical to mother's breast milk, but, um, but it gives you, it, so when you have, you're taking algae every day, regardless of what else you eat that day, the rest of it can be for entertainment. It can be for social reasons. It can be for uh, whatever you choose, but at least you're giving your body what it needs to perform optimally. And, um, you know, we all have health insurance, but this is truly your nutritional insurance. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. And I think it's good where if what I wasn't necessarily alluding to for you to run clinical trials, I think it's important because a lot of the clients that I work with, they're frustrated, Catherine, because they're told that nothing's wrong with them, although they feel yeah. so tired that their blood tests are normal. And I think that you've provided so much good, useful information of the education. The other thing that I think could be really helpful is for them to actually go out and buy pH strips and measure their, no one does this. And I was actually happy to hear that a lot of doctors at the A4M meeting where you and I are thinking, well, it's not as 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 integrated as, as we'd like it to be as other conferences that we go to. But I was surprised to hear them suggesting to measure your pH. And that gives you a baseline of how acidic you are. I mean, if you're tired and you're exhausted, you got to already assume guilty until proven otherwise. Measure your pH, start to make a dietary change and get more plant-based foods, but try energy bits and see your pH levels go up which yeah. is just anecdotal and it'd be something for people to actually see. Yeah. They're not always sure if it's working. I, I'm kind of feeling a little bit more energized, but I'm always the, 
the skeptical person and actually see objective markers, I'm sure it would change. So yeah. as, far, as far as um, if you want to get into the difference between the two allergies, that's be yeah. a good, yeah. Okay, terrific. And um, the other reason why I call algae your uh, nutrition insurance is because the sad reality is our food no longer has nutrition in it. It has uh, calories and it has garbage canola oil uh, if it's a processed food. But you, even if you're eating organic, um, the soils are so damaged and overcropped and we grow a lot of the produce in, far, in countries far, far away. So they harvest them before they're ripe because they have to travel so long and sit in so many warehouses. So they don't want them to be ripe. Um, but that's the ripening is where all the extra enzymes come from, all the nutrients. So you can be eating and, and, and anybody who's buying arugula these days, you know, have you noticed it goes yellow after about two to three days? That's because it didn't even start with much chl chlorophyll in the very beginning. You could eat a roomful, a roomful of arugula. And you wouldn't get the same amount of, of chlorophyll that you would get from probably five or 10 of our little tablets. In fact, algae has 500 times more chlorophyll than arugula. So, so you need something. If, if the food you're eating isn't giving you, and I promise you it's not, giving the nutrition that you need to be um, functioning mentally and physically optimally, you need something else. And the other problem is, we have so many toxins in our bodies. I've read a statistic recently that said the average adult has 800 toxins in their body, 800. Our immune systems weren't built to support that kind of toxic load. And so it's a great segue because I want you to know that spirulina gives you all the nourishment uh, that you need for optimal performance and chlorella pulls out toxins. So let's jump into it. So spirulina, as I mentioned, is a blue-green algae, and it is a bacteria. It's called a cyanobacteria, no cellulose wall. Now, uh, spirulina is known to be energizing, which is why we call our spirulina energy bits, because it's energizing from the high concentration of protein. Uh, it's the highest concentration in the world. Ours is 64%, which is about three times the amount of as protein as steak, and it's already in amino acids. Now, when you eat animal protein, your body needs to break it down into these tiny bite-sized portions called amino acids, and that can take two to three days um, for your body to get, gain access to the aminos. But with, And then you have collagen, which are in what's called peptides, which are clusters of aminos, um, but actually algae even um, up-levels collagen. It's got more collagen than collagen powder. Um, and then, then you have algae, which all, all the proteins already in amino acid. I tell people it's like a get out of car, a jail card free. I mean, it just, it just, you can almost hear it going whoosh as it gets into your bloodstream. So that's number one, a high protein and no cellulose wall to get rapid absorption. The other amazing thing is that it is loaded with B vitamins. B vitamins are what convert glucose and amino, uh, aminos into energy. So um, uh, that's why you have this rapid conversion, it, although it's, it's not a rush or a crash like you would get from uh, sugar or caffeine, because there is no sugar or caffeine. And actually there's no carbs in either of the algae either. So they're ketogenic. Um, they're fantastic for diabetics, great for low blood sugar. Uh, get, and because they get into your bloodstream so quickly, they satisfy your hunger. Uh, spirulina is also loaded with essential 
of fatty acids like omega-3. A lot of people take fish oil. I can't take fish oil. I tried for years, but uh, I would always be burping it up. And you never get the repeat from the, the spirulina. Once you swallow that, man, that stuff stays down and you're good to go. And you know, um, I, you know, a lot of fish oil goes rancid after you've purchased it. And I tell people, well, where do you think the fish got the omega-3 from? They, well, they, they got it from algae. So they just consolidated it in their body. So you can cut out the middleman. Our algae never goes bad. We have an expiry date of three years, but you could keep it for 10 if you wanted. Um, so between the high um, rapid absorption, high protein, B vitamins, uh, essential fatty acids, it also has boron, which helps with synapses and mental coordination. It uh, releases nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator, which opens up your blood vessels so your blood uh, can flow faster and bring rich oxygen and nutrients to your brain. So all of this is very energizing. Now, I will tell you, it's not energy like you would, um, you know, be like a Superman or uh, running a huge marathon. Um, it's, it, in fact, you almost wouldn't notice it if you were, you, although if you were taking it before a workout, you would notice it because you would run further or run faster and you wouldn't have even noticed it. Or, you know, if you're a weightlifter, you would lift more and or lift longer and wouldn't have noticed it. The energy you get is what I call quiet energy. You just don't fatigue. It's, it's like you just had a great night's sleep it, and it never goes away. And you never have to have more of it to achieve it the next day either. You just just take it every day, five or 10 tablets. If you're anemic, you know, two or three, we, we do try to recommend five or 10 to feel any difference. Although there is also no upper limit. We have uh, NHL players who put 75 spirulina in their smoothie before every hockey game because they need you know, access to that high energy. So spirulina is usually very good. We recommend you take it in the morning, in the afternoon. You could have it as a meal replacement for anybody who's trying to lose weight. There's one calorie per tablet. So if you had 20, it could be like a meal replacement for 20 calories, zero carbs, high protein, 40 vitamins and minerals. Lots of times when you go on a diet, you cut out a, <laughs> some of your food groups and you also cut out quantities of food. So very often you're tired and you start craving things. And the cravings are often related to deficiencies, things that you're not getting, like especially mineral deficiencies. So that doesn't happen with when you're taking the algae because you've got all the all the, uh, the vitamins and minerals that you need. So it's it's really nourishing and could replace your multivitamin, CoQ10, fish oil, um, magnesium, potassium. So it's not only efficient nutrition, um, it's, it saves you money and it saves you time. One more thing I just want to put a point out, and we'll get to it later in more detail, is the energy that you get is not just the mental energy or the physical energy. Um, this is probably more what um, Dr. Joel deals with, with metabolic energy, which is cellular energy. Your, in your cells, you have something called mitochondria. And they are, they're called little organelles, little peanut shaped things that generate what's called ATP. ATP is what energizes everything in your body, your breathing, your heartbeat, your digestion, uh, just every single metabolic process is energized by the mitochondria. And there's a um, enzyme that I mentioned earlier called superoxidismutase that is exclusively found in spirulina that protects the mitochondria from being 
uh, getting damaged from free radicals. So this gives your mitochondria the opportunity to generate more energy for you so that you aren't fatigued during the day, so that you can sleep better, you can think better. Um, and it's, it, it's a very, very important aspect of spirulina. It's doesn't, this particular enzyme does not exist in chlorella, but it has something else that we'll talk about in a minute that's good for your mitochondria too. So it's, they're realizing all disease, all aging is a cause of mitochondrial DNA damage, everything. For the last 10 years, we've been talking about inflammation being the cause of everything, which it is, except now they're realizing that 90% of that inflammation is mitochondria inflammation. All roads lead back to mitochondria and all roads lead back to algae. And I have some cool stuff to tell you about that later on. But spirulina, very, very nourishing, very energizing, a very satisfying, great meal replacement and, and is safe enough for newborns, pets, grandparents, kids. It's unbelievable. Um, so everybody who um, wants to you know, make, fill their nutritional gaps and we all have them, this would be my, salute, my suggestion for sure. And, and of course, without ado, further ado, going into that, and what's the big difference between that and chlorella, chlorella. the other type of, yeah. yeah. So chlorella developed, spirulina, by the way, is the first life on earth four billion years ago. Chlorella developed about a billion years later, and it does belong to the plant kingdom. Uh, so it is definitely in the vegetable world, whereas spirulina is a bacteria. So chlorella um, has the highest chlorophyll in the world. Remember I said spirulina has the highest protein. So what's so important about chlorophyll? Well, uh, I could go on for days about chlorophyll, but I'll tell you a couple of things. Remember we talked about the importance of your blood pH. Well, um, the other important thing is your um, chlorophyll. You can't see this, but the chemical composition of chlorophyll is virtually identical to the chemical composition of your hemoglobin. The only difference is that there's an iron atom in the middle of your hemoglobin and in, in um, chlorophyll, it's a magnesium atom. So chlorophyll builds your blood. They've used chlorophyll for centuries for this purpose, for injuries, for surgeries. Even as recently as World War II, if they ran out of blood for transfusions, they would give the injured liquid chlorophyll because it would build their blood. So that's number one, because your blood is your highway of, of oxygen and nutrition. And if you have healthy blood, you're gonna have a much healthier body. Number two, Chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. Remember I mentioned earlier that um, you need um, healthy mem cell membranes in order to have a healthy cell. And um, those cell membranes need to be porous uh, so that nutrients can get in and toxins can get out. And um, we've always been told to take omega-3 and D3 and vitamin E because those are healthy fats that will keep the cell wall porous. Well, it turns out, Chlor chlorophyll is also a fat-based pigment. And I discovered that because I would take spirulina and put it in a bowl with water and the beautiful blue pigment would disperse evenly through the water. Um, but when I did the same thing with chlor chlorella, the chlorophyll wouldn't disperse, it would just clump. I did this probably 20 times until I checked my science and sure enough, turns out chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. And the reason why it's important for you to know that is because it heals your cell walls as well as omega-3 and D3. And you know, Joel and I are on the same boat about you know telling people maybe D3 is not so great as we've been told it is. But, um, and so the way, I, the best analogy I give to people is that you know, when your windows are dirty, you can't see out and sunlight can't get in. 
Um, and so think of chlorophyll as window washers for your cell walls. It keeps everything healthy so that nutrients can get in and toxins can get out. So that's number two about chlorophyll. A chlorophyll is also very, just generally cleansing to the colon uh, and there's a lot of you know, colon cancer. So um, this really helps um, correct that. The other amazing thing about chlorella, which makes it different from spirulina is that hard cell wall. Remember spirulina has no cellulose wall. Chlorella has the hardest cellulose wall in the plant kingdom and that hard cell wall attaches to toxins. It's a chelator. It pulls out lead, mercury, radiation, aluminum, uh, which is in vaccines, by the way. Um, it pulls out alcohol, wine, beer, doesn't matter what it is. Alpha athletes love it because it pulls out lactic acid. So um, we work with biological dentists because they use it to pull out mercury when they pull out um, any other patient's uh, fillings. Uh, the United Nations use chlorella when um, after the Chernobyl uh, disaster and also at Fukushima because it pulls out radiation. So chlorella will pull out anything, spores from mold, uh, lime. Um, and by the way, it's not just the toxins in the outside world, although there's you know gazillions of those. Your body is constantly re remodeling itself. Every day, you have 30 trillion cells that die in your body. That's a good thing because your body is constantly changing. That means that if you are, have a health condition now, you can recover because your body will rebuild, but you have to give it the good building blocks it needs to make sure that that journey is a positive, has a positive outcome. And algae is certainly a way to do that. But what I want you to know is that when your bones are rebuilding and your organs are rebuilding and your stomach lining is rebuilding, where do you think the old stuff goes? Well, you got to pull it out. You got to remove it because dead cells are just as toxic as other toxins. And I remind people, you know, if you don't take the garbage out from your house, for a couple of days, it starts to get pretty smelly. Well, the same thing happens in your body. Um, think of it as a goldfish uh, bowl that you haven't cleaned out. You need to be constantly cleaning out those toxins, uh, but that have been generated internally or from external sources. So chlorella, because it's a natural detoxing agent and loaded with chlorophyll, which is cleansing, taking it every day is like giving your body a shower from the inside. You know, we all take showers on the outside, but taking chlorella every day, and I encourage people, don't just dabble with these algaes, take them every day. I promise you, you will be so grateful in, in five or 10 years or even, you know, five or 10 months when you're feeling so much better. Um, so that's one of the other important things about chlorella. It's a detoxing algae. Uh, algae. It's a wellness algae, the high chlorophyll. Um, it's a has the highest RNA and DNA in the world, which helps your body, your cells um, regenerate in a healthy fashion. Uh, and because there's uh, it's a cellulose wall, that heart cell wall has fiber in it, and fiber is necessary to feed your gut biome so that it can uh, the bacteria can generate the short chain fatty acids, which help with your gut biome and your mental health. So, um, uh, and it has so many other nutrients in it, like the highest tryptophan in the world, which is the precursor to melatonin and serotonin. Um, you know, I don't want to go on forever and ever, but so chlorella is a wellness algae, a healing algae, a cleansing algae, detoxing. And so we recommend it. I mean, you can take it any time of day, same with the spirulina, but definitely 
before bed because your body goes through a detox and repair cycle when you're sleeping, particularly in your deep uh, alpha um, sleep. So if you have chlorella in your body while you're sleeping, it's like you're getting your beauty rest and you got the cleanup crew in there, you know, getting rid of all the old dead cells and fixing some of the DNA and RNA. I know it's a bit of a, you know, simplicity, but, um, but it, and it also stimulates peristalsis and let's, which is bowel movements um, because elimination is part of the game. You've got to put good stuff in and you've got to get rid of the bad stuff. Um, and when that process is working, um, then you, you start to achieve um, more homeostasis and, you'll just have more energy um, uh, in general. So it's um, so the two of them work quite beautifully together. In fact, we created another brand called Vitality Bits, which has the two of them blended if you could only buy one bag. But um, if you can buy them separately, it gives you more control because if you're hungry and you want energy, that's only going to be spirulina. If you are having a health condition and you want to pull out toxins, if you want to have a, you're, you know, got Lyme or um, that's really only going to be, or you want to pull out lead or mercury, or whatever, that's only going to be chlorella. By the way, um, I've read in, um, a number of studies that say that the chlorella, the detoxing ability of it is elevated when you eat it with cilantro. I don't know why, but it does. So it could be cilantro oil, it could be cilantro um, uh, you know, raw. Um, and the other thing I would like to mention is that um, chlorella actually tastes pretty good. If you put sea salt on it, I love to eat mine with, um, I'm big on uh, pistachio nuts these days. Um, the pistachios is a flavor with salt and vinegar or macadamia nuts um, because both those nuts have very few lectins and oxalates. And by the way, anybody who is concerned about lectins and oxalates, there are none in the algae. Um, lectins and oxalates are types of uh, sharp proteins that are found in many plants like kale or spinach um, or even almonds, quite honestly. And the plants develop these um, as defenses to uh, stop predators, bugs and animals from eating them because they taste really bitter when they eat them. Um, but algae didn't have to develop those kinds of defenses because it, it, was, it originated in the ocean. So it's never been and never will be a plant-based uh, organism, so it doesn't have any lectins and oxalates. So anybody who's carnivore or paleo, um, this is for you too, um, because it, a lot of people do go that route when they want to um, avoid the uh, the what's called the negative um, nutrients in some plants. So so you know if you take them separately, spirally in the morning, in the afternoon, anytime you have a lull in, in your energy or your hunger, great for meal replacement, great for intermittent fasting. They will not interfere with your fast. They're both ketogenic, both zero carbs, um, both have 40 vitamins and minerals, but one is an energizing algae and one is a healing, um, cleansing detox algae. Yeah, well, great, great answers. Uh, I guess it's safe to say the Japanese knew something about uh, about the algae that uh, was was uh, early adopting it yeah. for, for us Westerners, for sure. Yeah. Well, and so, I also point I point out that the Japanese have the best longevity, lowest cancer rates, lowest obesity rates, and great skin and hair, and they take it every single day. <laughs> So, so as far as the the doctors that you you sell to, well, two parts of the question: Are they giving you feedback on whether the 
the spirulina or the chlorella is is more of a mover than the other one and then the second question is why did you adopt the business model of just only approaching healthcare providers yeah um well uh it uh i don't have an answer for the first one people buy them for different reasons if you're looking for filling nutritional gaps or improving your energy or getting your kids the nutrients that they need without fighting with them to eat vegetables um you know maybe spirulina is the answer if you're an athlete certainly spirulina is the answer uh if you want mitochondria health spirulina is the answer um if you're uh, wanting to support your immune system um you know, pull out toxins, improve your sleep. Chlorella is the answer. So everyone's got different purposes. Um, we sell, quite honestly, we sell, it's neck, it's a horse race. They're neck and neck. Usually people buy both of them or they buy the one called Vitality Bits, which is a blended because we need both of them. You need to get rid of toxins and trash in your body and you need to improve your energy at a cellular level and your mental uh, and physical levels. So uh, that's number that's number one. The reason I chose to go this way is because it all comes down to why I started the company. I actually didn't never had plans to start a company. I just wanted to help my sister. That was it. That's all I wanted to do. And then when I learned so much about plant-based nutrition, I thought, I, as I said, I felt this obligation to when somebody that nobody else was doing it. I thought, well, I, I'm going to give it a try. And then I, when I started teaching and saw the, the pr problems people were having um, with time and not being able to get access to vegetables, it was just, you know, it was just not happening. I thought, I can't, I'm a problem solver. I like solving problems. You give me a problem. And I'm, I am just the happiest girl when I find a solution, but this was not an easy solution. I mean, that's taken me 12 years. Cause then once I found the science, then trying to figure out how to explain it. So two things happened. One is uh, when I started working, I, I was invited to my first chiropractic conference about six years ago, Dr. Pompa in, invited me. And I had previously been working mostly with athletes up until then. And they, they weren't really so concerned about the science. They just want to know if it worked. <laughs> um, so when I got to the chiropractic conference they were interested in the science and as someone who has spent a lot of time researching the science to be to have a willing audience to to learn to listen not just listen but to learn and to appreciate the science made me found feel like i'd found my home so um, i started pursuing them a little bit more and then i also realized well this is the this is where i want to be anyways because i'm not doing this for money <laughs> i'm doing this to help people be healthy and um and since then with the covid and everything thank god more consumers are taking their health into their own hands and they're realizing there are more non-invasive solutions more gentle nature driven solutions uh and where where people like you will give them more hands-on um care uh, you know so i like the thought that my product is being explained one-on-one uh, -on -one to someone i'm not looking for you know you know to d dominate the world i mean you know, maybe one day but um i only once the knowledge of algae has reached a level where it's uh, um hit the mainstream because um you've got to explain something new and I love explain. I mean, I could talk about the science and help people 
24 24 7 i just absolutely absolutely love it because i know that this stuff works and i am determined to leave this world better <laughs> um this is my path there is absolutely no question i would like to do it a little faster but I'm thrilled. I mean, we've turned down CVS. We've I've turned down venture capital. I was on Shark Tank, although I didn't do it because I you know wanted their money because I would have turned it down even if they invested in it, but uh, or wanted to. But I did it just for the visibility. Um, I I just want people to have a more open mind to understand there are safe things out there if you go to the right sources like practitioners like yourself um, and and you know heart driven you know, indie companies, although I will say everybody in the keto world, the metabolic, we're all, you know, as passionate, I, most people are as passionate, maybe not quite as passionate as me, but you know, they're right up there. <laughs> we're, we're here to help people be healthy. We're not big corporations just trying to squeeze out an extra dime and don't care that it's not good for you. Um, uh, we're here to really make a difference. So, so I'm quite happy where I am. It's a slower road. It's, it's more work, but it's, you know, this is my joy. So um, I, I just want more people to learn about algae so they can start benefiting from it. Like, you know, I don't know if I shared with you the fact that, I mean, I'll have to be 66 this year. I mean, I'm getting close to 70. And uh, so I'm no spring chicken. I am the poster child. <laughs> for what algae does for you. So I've been taking it for 12 years. I couldn't live without it. Um, so I, I do want other people to you know, enjoy the same benefits. No, that's great. I think that when, when there's so many win-wins in it, Catherine, in terms of it's, it's a valuable resource that we don't need, that we don't know about and it's untapped and why do we not know about it? And I got to I got to let the world know, and this is my mission and I'm driven and you can definitely hear it in your answer. So <laughs> I, I'm excited to, to share it as well. So coming to a close here, I always like to ask our guests, the name of the podcast is the truth about your health. And so what truth about your health that you know now, especially I guess with everything that we've talked about so far, do you wish you would have known when you were younger that would have made maybe a difference or would have accelerated your learning curve or just made a, a positive impact on your body now that you know what you know it, when you didn't know what you knew? Yeah. Well, aside from algae, that, which made a huge difference in my life and my sister's life, I, um, I, like most of us, grew up assuming that the medical profession knew everything. They had all the answers and they would tell me what to do with my body. And it has become clear to me that is upside down. The person that knows what to do with your body is you. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, uh, and there are some good medical professionals out there, not, not, and, and they don't intentionally try to harm you. But the problem is their education is so limited and it's so indoct they're so indoctrinated by the pharmaceuticals companies and they, there's no motivation for them to, um, or time quite honestly, for them to, uh, and to learn new things. And, and I've also learned that they are not a allowed to recommend things that uh, don't uh, come under, come with their own clinical trials. And nutrition just doesn't have clinical trials. You don't do clinical trials for broccoli or, or algae. So I have learned, and it was a very hard lesson to learn. I kept assuming everyone knew better, had knew better for me and, and they don't. 
Um, and I also assume they had my best interests at heart and they don't. <laughs> um, they don't, again, don't do it intentionally, but the, our, our society has structured the medical and the insurance um, world in a way that's so um, um, profit driven that it squeezes out the personal touch and the personal needs. So we, I take pride now that I educate myself uh, on everything. I question everything. And, um, and I've learned to trust myself more. Even if something works for somebody else, that doesn't mean it's good for me um, or, uh, or, but until I, I test it. Um, so it's a, it's a long road, but when you finally get to the blend that works best for you, that's when your health will start to improve because you're, you're putting you first and you're trusting you. Uh, and if you just have to trust your intuition, if it, give it, give it time. <laughs> that's the other thing. Just give it some time. <laughs> These medical conditions don't show up on a, on a rocket ship overnight. They took years and years to develop quietly and insidiously in your cells. And then they start manifesting in pain or something. And, and once to get your attention, and once they've got your attention, now you're panicking and you want to get rid of it immediately. Well, you have to unravel the cause and it takes a while. And, and, you know, people say, well, you know, if you take a, if you're driving from New York to San Diego and maybe you took a wrong turn somewhere along the road, you don't, you, you just, you, you just get back on the road. You don't give up. So you're going to hit some dead, some dead ends and you're, some things are not going to work, but don't give up because you are worth it. And uh, your health is worth it and you can achieve it because remember I said your body is constantly regenerating um, but it needs you're the one that puts the food in your mouth and you're the one that goes out for a walk and you're the one that goes to bed at the proper time uh, so um, you're in charge not the people in the white jackets <laughs> oh, that's a great answer and the body's incredibly resilient like you said if you give it the things it needs and you remove the things that it doesn't so i appreciate the time and the insight you shared with us today catherine uh, i will make sure that in the show notes and uh, on our website and we will be able to get the listener the the product if they if they want to get that and i know you're nice enough to give me a unique discount link so they'll be able to save yeah. money on that so well so the, I, yeah. it's not really a link. Just come to the website, energybits.com. And when you go right. into the coupon box, type in the word Dr. Joel. All one word, no spaces, no dots, just Dr. Joel, D-R-J-O-E-L, all one word. And you'll get 20% off everything. And just um, the, the large bags are the best value. You get a thousand tablets in the bags. And uh, using that quote from NASA that said one gram of algae has the same nutrition as a thousand grams of vegetables. I did the math and figured out that, you know, one bag of our algae tablets with a thousand tablets has the same nutrition as 551 pounds of vegetables. So the bag is, you know, a little pricey. It's $125, but with the Dr. Joel discount, it brings it down to about a hundred. But if you were buying 551 pounds of vegetables at $3 a pound, that would have been $1,500. So it's very efficient nutrition. Um, and it will last a bag, if you took 10 a day, will last three months and it will replace um, vegetables, snacks, meals, um, multivitamins, fish oil. So you'll, you will ultimately save money. You'll certainly save time and you won't have to 
you know, cook, clean, or eat as much, as many vegetables, unless you want to. <laughs> right. And not to mention factoring into that math, Catherine, is the, the cost of chronic illness and, and insurance premiums and yeah. testing and so forth and so on. So anyways, I, I, I could talk to you for on and okay. for more and more, but at some point we got to call it oh, a, a show yes. and I appreciate your time and, and your insight. And I look forward to seeing the future success of energy yes. bits thank as you, you guys much. continue to grow. Yes. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of your Adrenal Fix podcast, where our goal is really to teach exhausted and burnt out adults the truth about adrenal fatigue so that they can get their energy back quickly. And if you happen to be suffering with your own exhaustion and fatigue-based problems and you're not getting answers and you're frustrated and you're concerned and you really want to get back to the things that you're not able to do, then maybe it's time for you and I to book a discovery call. If that makes sense to you or what we talked about makes sense to you, then this is an opportunity for you and I to troubleshoot and figure out what's going on in your body, what's not working, what have you tried, how's it impacting you. Most importantly, figure out where you want to go with your health and why you're not able to bridge that gap. And if I feel I can help you and all the things that you need to be doing, I can recommend to you, I'll let you know. And if I don't know, I'll tell you that too. But my goal is for you to leave this call with a step-by-step game plan to learn how to bridge that gap and get your life back quickly. If I feel I can help you, I'll tell you what that will look like to work together. However, there's no obligation to do any further work and there's no charge for the call whatsoever. It's just really a one-on-one time for you and my team member or myself to get true value out of what's not working with your health and what are you missing in order for you to make that next step. If that makes a lot of sense to you, then go ahead and go to www.adrenalfatigueworkshop.com, all one word, adrenalfatigueworkshop.com forward slash apply. Now spacing is limited and it's a first come first first served basis and you have to be willing to to make that next step to get your health back or at least be serious about it if we feel we can help each other just go to www.adrenalfatigueworkshop.com forward slash apply and i look forward to giving you value and getting you your health back